0: This is the Stuck Mike Avcast, an aviation podcast about learning to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly.
1: Episode 171, live from Sun and Fun, 2018, day number one. Coming up next
0: in this episode of the Stuck Mike Avcast. Now here are your co-hosts, Victoria Neuville, Eric Crump, Larry Overstreet, Russ Rosleski, Tom Frick, Rick Felty, and Carl Valeri. Well, folks, this is Carl Blair.
1: We are live here at Sun and Fun, and we are have volunteers from the Stuck Mike Avcast here at Sun and Fun Radio. As a matter of fact, we have 11 folks that are helping out. Some of them are live. Some are on, out in uh, remote areas. I want to give a shout-out first to the folks in the remote areas, and that's Russ Bonshu and also Rick Felty up there in Cleveland and in Boston. But I cannot wait to get started on this today. I have with me, kicking off the show here, of course, somebody that uh, you probably haven't heard of in a while, live on the show, but we still love him. Uh, I have to because he's really a big guy, tall, and he towers above me. Hang on, let me me reach the microphone up to this guy. It's Eric Crump. Welcome.
2: I'll stoop down to your level, Carl. It's fine. (laughs) I'm used to that. Hi, everybody. Long time, no talk. Always nice to reconnect with friends and actually got to meet a new friend that I've only talked to before. So it's the first time I've ever actually gotten to meet Vic. So it's really cool to get to meet Victoria and realize that she is much taller than I expected she would be. And she's right here on the deck with us, Victoria Newville, Victoria Boy. This is terrific
1: that you've been able to make it here finally to Sun and Fun. This is actually your first Sun and Fun, isn't it?
3: It's my second, but it's oh. been ten years, 10 years. So, oh my goodness, it's, yeah. it's oh, like yeah. viewing it all again for the first time.
1: Well, gosh, from 10 years, you must notice that it's really changed a lot, haven't you? It's, uh, it's much bigger and things are a lot more organized and things are in, in different places, aren't they?
3: Yeah, no, nothing looks familiar at all. I feel very lost, but luckily I have a lot of awesome friends around here to uh, show me around.
1: Yeah, and those friends of course are going to be on the deck with Larry Overstreet, Tom Frick. We also have, who else is live? Oh, that's right, we have Bill English. That's now with, uh, he's one of our co-hosts with the Stuck Mike Avcast, an occasional host. He'll be on the deck with us today and uh, let's see, and that's about it I think so far on the deck today, but we'll have others coming in as the show gets started. We're looking at a little bit of rain today, but that doesn't Matter. It's an aviation event, so we are really excited. Uh, we're going to have Eric Crump back on the deck later on uh, for the live show on Saturday night, and uh, also for some interviews throughout uh, throughout the show. Don't forget, you can live stream us liveatc.net/snf or go to the Stuck Mike Avcast. We're going to do these shows every single day. Thanks to Rick Felty, our producer, and also our uh, co-producer uh, is uh, our assistant producer Robert Sigliano. I forgot to do a shout out to him. He's our on-site editor. And don't forget, if you see us here, come by, say hi, don't be shy, get in front of us, and we'll do a selfie. And that would be hashtag Stuck Mike selfie. Hashtag Stuck Mike selfie. That's StuckMikeAfGas.com. St- Right now, we're getting our selfie done, and uh, before we get started, Eric, uh, what else will you be doing here on on the premises? I know you got to go, so real quickly, uh, you have a couple things that are going on.
2: Yeah, it's a busy day this week. Um, The the biggest thing for us, um, you can't use the airport because it's shut down, so we shut the program down over at Polk State College. I have 50 students volunteering here throughout the week. In the youth tours area, um, there are a ton of young kids walking around today. That's going to be the case throughout the rest of the week. Schools are coming from all around Central Florida to come and get kids in Indoctrinated in aviation. That's what we're really here for to make sure that we're building the next generation of aviation professionals. And so we're really thrilled to be a part of that.
1: And we're thrilled to have you here. I know Eric, you got to go, so uh, we appreciate you stopping by and uh, gracing us with your presence. We know we have you because you're here and you're on site. Uh, we're going to be actually seeing a lot of folks that we've actually met over the over the podcast and haven't met in person, just like you guys just did. And that's what this event is all about: is meeting your your aviation friends. And we have this really cool twin engine uh, stroller, moving about powered stroller. But it's an aircraft. It's a two little Mustangs put together with two twins inside there. Oh, my gosh. I'm Twin Mustangs. To
2: get one of those branded for Stuck Mike Avcast, and then you can push me and Victoria around in it, around the show. Right? I mean, I think that's a good thing. Let's do that. I like oh, it. no. I, I'm not so
1: sure. He's usually got the the monster golf cart that he gets to. It's over to, there. I'll see you guys later. All right, man. Well... Well, Victoria, I'm really excited. No, know we haven't been able to run around and look at things. Uh, there's a little bit of overcast, but boy, I tell you, there's lots of things to do here, aren't they?
3: I think rain or shine, pilots are dedicated people, so they're going to be out there. I've been out in these in microbursts, and what one year we had a tornado, so we're dedicated people. Oh, it come, it's coming back. Oh my gosh. Look at it.
1: This oh is so God. cute. It's two little kids in there. Twin Mustangs, and it's powered. They're just having so much fun. I wish we could get a picture of this. We'll have to get a, a stuck mic selfie next to us. Well, anyway, we're going to go ahead and start off with some interviews and of course later we'll uh, we'll close out the show but let's let's go ahead to that rick felty our producer and get started with the uh, day one live from Sun of Fun 2018 don't forget to get in front of us get your selfie stuck mike selfie that's hashtag stuck mike selfie
4: this is Russ from a Stuck Mike Avcast reporting for Sun and Fun Radio, Sun and Fun 2018, standing here with Josiah Savino of AeroLeds. Josiah, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's a great show. It's a great weather. I'm excited to be here. Well, AeroLeds is all about LED lighting, and I know that a lot of airplanes I fly in are getting these LED lights for various reasons, right? Why don't you tell me about why I would want LED lights on my airplane?
3: Yes, a lot of people are moving to LEDs for a bunch of different reasons. Some of the main reasons is you get uh, less than half the power for, in some cases, more light. So that's great. Also, LEDs are solid states. They're not worrying about filaments breaking anymore, which is really huge. So you have solid solution, and you have low current, and you're able to get a lot more usable light. Filament-style bulbs, they shoot light everywhere, and there's a lot of loss, and a lot of it is to heat. But LEDs are incredibly efficient, so you're able to get, using optics... Light where you need it and want it, add a, a lot less power.
4: Well, I know that the old joke with landing lights was, you know, it's never going to work when you need it because
3: it's broken, right? Because the filament burns out. But that's not a concern, obviously, with LED lights. Exactly. And we have a five-year warranty, even though lots of our lights are still on the field for over seven years at the company. is over seven years the company's been around. It's just a very solid solution now. Instead of having them replaced all the time, you can invest in these lights, and you know that you're set. Well, you have a bunch of different example lights. You have one that shines the light up on the
4: ceiling so we can kind of compare, kind of interesting display here. Why don't you tell us about some of your current products?
3: Yeah, we have a huge array now. Over the years, we've been a a big R&D company where we're always trying to uh, create the best products out um, before everybody else. Right now, we feel we're we're doing really well with a huge array of lights, and we want to sell them. This year, we're focusing on sales, and we have different uh, style lights, like a Part 36, which is the most common 4.2-inch diameter. We have a Part 46, which is 5.6-inch, and we also have a 64, which is an 8-inch diameter. So we cover almost all of the landing lights uh, options that are out there and people's needs. We also have some smaller ones, like the Microsun, which is incredibly small, can fit on almost anything It's on the air cams out there, Lockwood's air cams. We also have navigation, tail, and beacon lights. So throughout the years, we've been able to try to meet as many customers' needs as people come to us through the years they say hey can you make us this light and we listen to everybody who comes by and we try to meet their knees as best as we can
4: yeah you've got i mean this one over here the the 64 is gigantic i, I hesitate to turn it on because as my wife will say i have a tendency to stare at the light when i turn it on i'm not going to do it but man that is bright <laughs> i'm partially blinded now but you also have a system that you kind of described to me earlier as like the legos of lighting exactly
3: uh, a couple years ago, we came out with a VX, uh, and it is an all inclusive light, which is almost everything we have. You buy it and you install it. It was designed for the vans. We also came out with one for the Cessna with Wilstein Aviation, the Quasar wingtip. More recently, we came out with the Module Series, which we're calling the MX Series, and you're able to literally buy our LED systems, just individual lights, and you're able to easily mount them with just a hole cut out and another hole for locating. And you're able to array them however you want. You can buy two, three, four, five, six, as many as you want get as much light as you want. And you can angle them using brackets to be wherever you want. So it's very mobile and custom. it feels custom, even though you're using the same Air LEDS type of light. Yeah, and they are just as bright as anything else. There was another uh,
4: customer over here just flashing them and blinding us here a minute ago. And yeah, these these things are incredibly bright. Um, what's the the you were talking about the the pattern of like the landing light, a spread or something? How's that work out with the uh, the LED lights you got here?
3: Yeah, so what we have is for our landing versus taxi. Obviously, when you're taxiing, you want it super wide, and so we have different. Uh, lens covers which spread out the light accordingly most of the lights we have at the show here are landing but we also do have a few taxi like right here is one of our taxi lights and you'll see that the cover you have lines which separate the light outwards to be wide so well, we so more of like a flood light kind exactly. of a f- so we do have we have landing and taxi lights as well all right well that well, I'm I'm impressed
4: and partially blinded now, but but that's what we want when we're when we're flying at night. Certainly not only just for seeing the the runways we come into land, but also to identify yourself to other aircraft. Yes, and uh, you have a website, contact information, give all that good stuff to me.
3: Yes, yeah, so we have a website, Aeroleds.com, and it will show almost our entire array of products uh, by family. So hopefully, it's actually our new website we just released yesterday, which is a little more organized to help you see what we have quickly and. Uh, You'll get to see the array of products we have. In some videos, um, breaking down in, more in-depth what our lights do. Because we do, uh, we do aviation, it's our main thing. And we do have some special custom projects, which we get to show online. We don't have space here to show every custom, specialized project we do and that we've done. But we are able to do so. So, yeah. All right, well, Josiah, thank you very
4: much. As arrowledge.com is arrowleds.com. And I uh, appreciate the time. This is Russ Wosleski for the Stuck Mike Afgas and Sun of Fun Radio. This is Russ Wosleski from the Stuck Mike Afgas reporting for Sun and Fun Radio, Sun and Fun 2018. Standing here with Mark Patey of Best Tugs. And these are aircraft tugs. And the reason I stopped is because I walked by and, well, quite frankly, Mark, these things look really cool. <laughs> well uh, you know sexy matters <laughs> and we
5: but the nice thing is they're not just beautiful on the outside the inside they're the the only fully digital auto throttle tug on the market so the tug actually will literally handle your aircraft differently if it's full of fuel or empty. So no more worrying about spending forty grand to rebuild the nose gear box on a Meridian because you've tug-induced damage. The
4: tug's smart enough not to damage your aircraft, regardless of what you do with the throttle or the controls. I think we should uh, mention that most of these tugs, we do have a couple of the more, I guess, smaller size tugs, but most of the tugs sitting around here are, are pretty big, uh, Devices. Okay, these are not just your drill attached to a, a motorized wheel.
5: No, this is a serious piece of equipment. And and but what's interesting is a lot of people look at it and go, "Wow, this is really way too big for like my Cirrus." But they'll say that about the tug that was engineered specifically for the Cirrus. And the reason they're a little bit bigger is because we don't want the aircraft to be pushing the pilot around. We want a piece of equipment that the pilots controlling and never feels like the aircraft is swashing the wings or going over bumps. We don't want them to feel any resistance. And so the auto throttles and the tug is big enough that you never, you, you literally, the tug handling is the same whether there's an airplane attached or not. The auto throttles do all the work. You just kind of point it where you want to go and it goes. So they're, they're pretty big, but the nice thing is one of our patented functions is the low profile design, which is what we call prop safe design. Because the number one cause of prop damage on aircraft, it's not gear up landings. It's tug impact is the number one cause of prop damage. Gear up landings, rare. Rock chips don't cause you to replace a prop, but you hit it with the tug and the damage is significant. And a lot of times on turbine engines, especially, and they should probably on all of them, they require a tear down and inspection on the engine because it hit the tug. So our tugs are low profile so that no matter what, you can push it around. If it's a, a five bladed prop on a TBM, it can blow in the wind and spin, and you can still turn and push and move
4: your airplane. Don't have to worry about the prop hitting anything. It can't hit it. So you know, you've mentioned Cirrus's, and you mentioned TBMs. What kind of uh, range of tug sizes and aircraft can you handle with your product?
5: Well, the newest tug we released last year at here at Sun and Fun, um, and we've sold about 200 of them just since then. And we're, we're still a new company. A lot of people um, are just finding out about us. But We're growing faster than we can build the tugs, but the new one is called the Alpha. Real popular with guys with carbon cubs and maybe uh, 185, and that'll also work on Cirrus and larger aircraft. But, you know, we'll move anything that you don't want to move yourself.
4: Talk to me about uh, how easy it is to get the nose wheel onto this uh, device.
5: Well, we have several different nose gear attachments. So we have a Lazy Susan type attachment where you just drive it underneath your aircraft. It automatically loads, captures, locks. So you can literally just drive it underneath and drive away, you don't do anything. Um, that's common, and then ours is unique in that it uses electromagnets to release and let go of your aircraft. That way we can control and make sure that you don't accidentally unlock if the, if the Lazy Susan isn't straight. Um, and then we have other attachments for like a Sears, we have a wheel pant. We have a quick lock fork that captures the um, in the Cirrus attach points and then cages, winches into the tug. And so it's very quick, very easy, but most importantly, very secure. You don't have to worry about ripping the wheel pants off your Cirrus because your tug came unattached. It's, it's locked on solid. And then our Alpha tugs, uh, they're another tug that you just walk up to it. And the lock-unlock mechanism is a handle right in your hand, so there's no bending down to hook up
4: the airplane. That does seem pretty pretty easy and, and nice. I noticed that uh, on the, uh, w- which model is this we're standing next to?
5: This one's our number one seller. This is our Bravo B5 model, and this one has air compressor option built in. It has jumpstart GPU, 12-volt and 24-volt built in. It's got USB charger for your phone. It's even got a cup holder for your drink, preferably water unless it's after
4: flight, and a fire extinguisher. It's got everything you need, and it, even, and it has a twist grip like a motorcycle, too.
5: That's right. Yeah, yeah, people are familiar nice. with that. They understand yeah. that, and it just makes
4: sense. So why teach them something new? Well, I like it. What, what are we talking for a range of prices, and are you doing any kind of show specials here?
5: Yes, of course. Um, our our uh, tugs range from 2990 up to a tug that will move 15,000-pound jet like our B12 over there, and that one's 9200 um, at the show special, on our Alpha Tugs, we're doing the light kit for free. It's 200 bucks On the Bravos, we're doing the light kit and an air compressor for free. So it's roughly 10 to 12% in free upgrades. We, we never discount. Um, we're, we're sold out and have a waiting list on our product um, because we feel like we're priced right where we need to be. But at the shows, we have a legitimate offer, and
4: that's, that's free upgrades that normally you'd pay for that sounds fantastic. some really nice products. They look like they have almost like race car type styling. Uh, uh, So how did you get started with this company?
5: Um, You know, I I have a collection of aircraft. Uh, My twin brother, Mike and I uh, have raced airplanes for years um, and still race. I compete in bush planes and the short takeoff and landing contests. Most people know our aircraft better than they, they know us. They'll know us as the Patey twins, but but my brother Mike built Turbulence. It's the world's fastest single-engine turboprop. We built the two only Lancer Legacies with 780. Lancer Legacies with eight-cylinder Lycoming in them, a 720, and then a 780 supercharged. And so we had a, a, a real passion for aviation. The last 20 years, we built 12 airplanes. Wow. And we have four hangars full of airplanes. My previous life, I owned a company called Prodigy Engineering, and we did hybrid vehicle system designs and electric motor systems and controller designs. Okay. Um, and the whole time I'm doing cars for General Motors, the Yukon, the Chevy truck, the van, we did electric vehicle systems for the FedEx fleet. Um, I was always going, here I've got all this great technology for moving airplanes, and I've got an electric tug that's so archaic, I did 40 grand damage to my meridian because the tug isn't smart enough to know when it's pushing too hard. And then me as an operator, I have no idea how much throttle. I just push the throttle. It moves the airplane. I didn't know it was going to break my airplane. And it's so common. And when I finally, uh, I ended up getting an offer to buy my company. I sold Prodigy Engineering. Non-Compete says I can't build electric cars, trains, buses, or boats. And I thought it's time to bring technology to aircraft movement. Let's build a smart tug, a digital tug, a tug with auto throttles. And we knew we were going to be 20% more, but the model was, we'll build a tug, it'll be 20% more than the other stuff on the market, but it'll be twice the product. What I didn't know is that it would go this crazy. I had no idea there was going to be such a demand, but I think in aviation, we're so used to the fact that we flew round gauges and analog technology for so long, when finally glass panels came out, we went, duh. And when people move our tugs, especially when they attach it to an airplane and move an airplane, they go, I didn't understand auto throttle. I didn't know what digital technology meant for moving an airplane. But once you move an airplane, you suddenly go, I get it. Why are we moving million-dollar airplanes with farm equipment when we can do it with something designed for the aircraft? And that's that was kind of the genesis. Is I, I needed something to do after selling my engineering firm. The reality is this company is built for my kids. We're a family company. I have four sons. This is the best way I could give them an MBA. They all work at the company. There's my wife over there. She flies the Cirrus. My son over here flies the Cub. We're all aviators. And why not build a smarter tug?
4: Well, that's a fantastic story, Mark. I appreciate it. How about a website? Uh, Besttugs.com. www.besttugs.com. Well, that's pretty easy. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. This is Russell Zlusky for The Stuck Mike Afgas and Son of Fun Radio. This is Russ Rosleski from the Stuck Mike Avcast reporting for Sun of Fun Radio Sun of Fun 2018. I'm standing here with Chris Later from Marathon, Florida. Now, Chris, who are you representing here?
6: Marathon General Aviation and Marathon Jet Center, the two FBOs in Marathon, Florida.
4: So that's Marathon in the Florida Keys. Now I'm not from Florida. Uh, lots of people listen to this are not from Florida. So describe kind of where Marathon is. We all have kind of an idea of where the keys are, but where is Marathon?
6: Well, Marathon is in the heart of the Florida Keys, so it's right in the middle. So we're about 60 miles north on US-1 from Key West, and we're about 50, 60 miles south of uh, Key Largo. So we're right in the middle, so really convenient to everything. All right, well,
4: if I'm going to fly down to Florida, and I I could pick any one of a number of airports, why would I want to go to Marathon?
6: Well... Marathon is the best place to fly in, in the Florida Keys. We have two FBOs, Marathon General Aviation and Marathon Jet Center. Marathon General Aviation is piston aircraft only. So if you've got a piston aircraft, we treat you like royalty. You come in, you get prime spots. You have Avgas only. And you don't have to fight for spots with the jets. And if you fly a jet, you fly into Marathon Jet Center. And you don't have to worry about pistons all around you. Um, It's just a really nice setup that's unique. And we are a non-towered airport, so you don't have to worry about Uh, commercial traffic. It's just nice, easy flying, wonderful customer service, and we've got an excellent location for everything in the Florida Keys.
4: Well, let's talk about that excellent location. So, what kind of things are there to do uh, in the Keys in general and on marathon specifically?
6: Well, Florida Keys, known for anything to do on the water. So, you've got fishing, snorkeling, scuba diving, Boating, anything to do with the water is the prime draw for Marathon. However, some people come just to relax. So they'll go to one of our wonderful bars and restaurants and just look out on the beautiful water. and Or they'll go to the beach or hang out by the pool and get some sun and just, just chill out. It's not known for lots of shopping or anything like like in a big city you're there to relax and we also have some attractions such as Dolphin Research Center uh, which used to be called Flipper Sea School back in the day (laughs) and there are where you can go see dolphin shows and interact with the dolphins, we also have Turtle Hospital which is world famous known for caring for wild sea turtles and you can actually go and see where the sea turtles are cared for and operated on and uh, and taken care of until they're rehabbed into the into the wild. We also have Florida Keys Aquarium Encounters where you can interact with all different species of sea life but in a huge tank so you could snorkel scuba or just look at the at the sea life it's amazing experience but there's so much to do in the Keys and we'd love to have you come
4: what well, really sounds like a great trip, both uh, relaxing, like you said, or, or you can do all these things that you mentioned. Um, one thing that's always a concern when you're flying general aviation is how do you get from the airport to wherever you're going to go? Uh, does it you know, take a rental car? Is it close enough to walk? Or are there shuttles? Uh, how, do, how does that work in a marathon? <laughs>
6: Well, if you fly into us, we can arrange for transportation. So give us a call ahead of time, and we can arrange for a rental car to be, be right there, plain side when you arrive, or you can take a taxi ride, which is usually about $6 anywhere in Marathon, which is really nice, and there, the taxis are very easy to access. There's also Uber if you want to, um, and you could rent a scooter. Or a bicycle, all different so options.
4: So there's no way you're going to get stuck at the airport, and that's good to hear. Why don't you get do you have a website or something we can go to for more information?
6: Sure. If you're for piston, you should go to marathonga.com and jet aircraft marathonjetcenter.com.
4: All right. Well, thank you very much, uh, Chris. I appreciate the time. And this is russell Zlesky for the Stuck Mike abcast and Sun of Fun Radio. This is Russ Roslewski for The Stuck Mike Avcash, reporting for Sun and Fun Radio at Sun of Fun 2018, standing here with Jason Schapper from MZOA. How you doing, Jason? I'm great, Russ. Good to see you again. Thank you. Always. You have a new book here. It's called Pass Your Private Pilot Checkride, and you told me this just came out. Why don't you tell me a little bit about this?
7: Yes. Yeah, so with, obviously, all the ACS changes, it was time to update not only our online ground school, but update the curriculum that it followed as well. So our book, Pass Your Private Pilot Checkride, this is now its third edition that's out, all up to ACS guidelines here, all with real world scenario based questions my goal is never just pass a test my goal is to make you that safe real world pilot and you're going to read through there and go yeah this sounds like a check right because they ask about hypoxia they ask about oxygen requirements in that kind of order because they're creating these realistic scenarios
4: for you to then work through yeah i see uh, some sample questions here about uh, what does low oil pressure mean and what you do about it what you do in the event of partial loss of power Some of these things that maybe take it a little bit past just uh, rote memorization. Exactly. It's, it's applying that
7: it. you're using, you know, FOI kind of terms. Like, we want to correlate it and, and use everything else. Oh, my goodness. Exactly. It's like, we still remember that, don't we? <laughs> Somewhere back in there, I think, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so we have that. Uh, the instrument book uh, is out, too, now as an ebook. book uh, It'll be out as a paperback uh, in a few weeks as well, so they can consume it that way. Recording the audio book, because I believe learning should be on the go uh we live very busy lives so this pasture private pilot checkride also an audiobook the instrument pilot also an audiobook i ask the question i pause for a second while you you know you're driving your car you think about the answer in your head then i give you that correct answer so while you're walking the dog you're at the gym you're driving the car you're doing checkride prep as well
4: yeah, sure. That could be an extra
7: hour of study a day for some people. Just the commute to the airport alone or sitting there as, as you're studying, thinking, having, going in the background, just really immersing yourself. You know as an instructor how important it is for a student to immerse themselves, not just in the lifestyle, but the safety culture as well. That's right. What else do you have
4: uh, here that you're kind of showing off today?
7: Sure. So two other great things. We're giving away our book, The Private Pilot Blueprint, which you and I had spoken about earlier. I've got these literally by the cases, hundreds. I probably have a thousand of these. Anybody who has any interest in learning to fly, This is everything I wish someone would have told me before I started my flight training to save time and money. These books are free here at Sun and Fun, and they're always free. If you pay shipping, Uh, I'll ship them to you uh, through the website as well. Also, outside, we're in Hangar D. Outside of Hangar D, at the very end towards the runway, we have a little workshop tent as well. We just have a a, a few chairs out there, and uh, each of the team members here are doing little workshops each and every day. So you can see the schedules in uh, in the Sun and Fun daily, as well as we have some flyers here for you, but it's just outside uh, there as well. So like... Every day at 10 a.m., I'm doing my seminar on emergency decision making in aviation, but it's every day at 10 a.m. So there's no excuse to miss
4: it. It's from today on. So, yeah, I see a whole schedule here Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and oh, even Saturday, all the way through, right? And uh, about drones, preventive maintenance, basic med, a a whole ton of, uh, of con- uh, concepts and uh, seminars here. Yes, absolutely.
7: It's just a chance for us to, you know, reach out to our, our, our students, our potential pilots as well, and just get them the information they need. This isn't just pass your test. This is safe, real-world
4: flying that we're after. Well, we certainly are interested in making safe pilots and, and not just pilots who can, can, you know, fly the numbers and uh, and pass the check out We want more than that. And that's always, you've been a big advocate of that kind of thing. Uh, and I've seen that. Let's talk briefly about the Private Pilot Blueprint. You said this is available free if you come by the booth or free for shipping if uh, if uh, they're not here at the show. Correct. But uh, I, I've looked through this a little bit, and it's a lot of good details about how to get started in flight training. Yes. I mean, how to choose a great flight instructor. People think you just walk into a
7: flight school and they say, here's your instructor, but am I a culture fit? Am I a personality fit with this person? Do I want to be in a high wing, a low wing? They're trying to sell me on the Cirrus SR20, but I can save money in the Cessna 150. Why is that the case? We talk about these ways to save time and save money the study habits you need to adopt, how to find that great instructor, what to expect on your knowledge test, what to expect on your solo,
4: we cover all that in the Private Pilot Blueprint. So give me an example of uh, instructors and students that might just not kind of click. I know I've had them. How about you? Sure. It's not even just clicking. Think of it from a scheduling
7: standpoint. Aviation for me is a job. I want to fly Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. You may have a student or a student may come to me and say, Jason, I work 9 to 5. I want to fly Saturdays and Sundays. I say, man, Saturdays and Sundays, that's my family time. I need to take off. We already don't have this fit because one of us is making a compromise. You're leaving work early. I'm taking time away from the family. And we're going to have that kind of friction there just because we're changing our schedule for one another. You know what I mean? So find someone who works with your schedule just to start, let alone personality, and make sure it works with your teaching style. You know this as an instructor. I can't teach steep turns to the engineer the same way I teach steep turns to, say, the entrepreneur. The entrepreneur is this big picture person. The engineer wants to know, tell me everything about the horizontal component of lift and vertical component of lift in this moment, right? So it, we have to adjust as instructors as well to these different learning styles. And you as the student need to make sure that instructor fits and can
4: teach to your style of learning. That's absolutely right. And and as an instructor, I try to make sure that there's a fit, but there's a lot of it on the student too. I mean, especially when you're talking about adult students and and by adult, I mean, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, someone who shouldn't know what how they learn and what they're looking for and working with your instructor to make sure that you're a good fit that way is important
7: yes and we some of those adult students we get stuck in our ways sometimes right this is this is how i am and this is what it is so that can be quite difficult as well but willing to willing to adapt having that flexibility as well is very important And we talk about that in the private pilot blueprint well that sounds great anything else you wanted to uh, talk about here sure we have all our books the entire team is here come out for some great seminars come out for some m0a t-shirts some free books some books you can purchase a flying again movie posters just if it's m0a related it is here
4: so come and check us out hang your deep. well one last question where does m0a come from How much time do I have? I don't know. know. (laughs) (laughs)
0: The
7: the short story is it's Mach 0 aviation because what we're flying is just low and slow. Like I always say I have a a 1940 J3 Cub. I always say it's disrespectful to take it, you know, over like 60 miles an hour and over 500 feet. (laughs) We are low and slow, well below, you know, we're like
4: Mach 0.0001. I got it. Well, that answers the biggest question I think I've had all these years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, thank you. All right. So, speaking of which, what's the website? Give me that. Any other contact information?
7: Sure. Of course. Uh, we're in Hangar D at Sun and Fun. It's M0A.com, booth D92. And our workshop seminar area is outside, literally straight out the entrance of Hangar D. You can't miss it. You see the flags out there as well.
4: Jason Shepard, M0A.com. Thank you very much. This is Russ Rosleski reporting for Sun and Fun Radio.
7: Well,
1: folks, that was terrific listening to all those interviews on Stuck Mike cast, Boy, Russ really hit it out of the park. Russ, that was, that was amazing, man. It's just like every other year. You're just out there talking to people about aviation, but you love doing that.
4: Well, it was a lot of fun, and of course, the, the weather today here at Sun of Fun was not so sunny, but it was still fun. Uh, it was very rainy, and that, that did keep, keep a lot of people kind of in the, you know, in the exhibits and that kind of thing, so it was a little bit harder to get out there and do all the interviews, but uh, it was a lot of fun. A lot, talked to a lot, of, uh, a lot of great people, and we're looking for more tomorrow.
1: And don't forget that we are volunteering here at Sun and Fun on Sun and Fun Radio. So one of the ways that you can listen to this and also listen to Sun and Fun on liveATZ.net slash SNF all year long, they actually stream... The interviews. So make sure you go out there and check it out. If you want to get your Fix of Son of Fun six from, months from now, listen to it there. We will have another daily show tomorrow. We're going to actually edit it, get it out overnight. It'll be done by 8 a.m. every day. We appreciate the comments. If you're listening to us online, make sure you text us at or do anything. Get us at Facebook, Twitter, anything, and tell us that you like this show. And don't forget to come by and visit us at Stuck Mike Avcast Selfie. So Stuck Mike Selfie.
3: Hashtag Stuck Mike selfie.
4: Thank you for getting the correct one out there, Victoria.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: this old guy couldn't remember. Hashtag Stuck Pound mi- sign. <laughs> oh my God, it's embarrassing. Yesterday I said we're going to do the pound sign smacks selfie, right? And she says no, it's hashtag Carl. <laughs> we'll just leave that to Vic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this
1: is Carl Blair with Stuck Mike Avcast right here on the deck with our friends Victoria Newville, Tom Frick. We also have Bill English and of course Russ Rosleski. Don't forget. Get to stream it, liveatc.net SNF. Thanks to our sponsor here, uh, LiveATC. And uh, it, it's actually been a cool show because we got to talk to some really neat people. The rain's going to go away. Tomorrow we guarantee this is going to be a, a real fun air show. Listen to us tomorrow, Stuck Mike Avcast. Stream us all night, all day. And uh, throughout the year, you can actually listen to these interviews. We'll talk to you next episode. Safe line.
0: You've been listening to the Stuck Mike Avcast.